This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Redskins and the Vikings. Old man fall pulling one out at the end. We talk about the running back situation and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Hello. Welcome to the podcast. I'd like to give our thanks once again to David Lee Legal Services. David Lee, David Lee. And I would like to talk to you about his email that he sent us after last week saying that he may not something to the effect of he may not pull the spo- the uh, sponsorship, but he is the fan that sits at home watching the game with a paper bag over his head. He said, so da- "David Lee of David Lee Legal Services could said quote While I haven't wavered in my support for your show or the Redskins, now this is the guy who uh, took the Dallas sucks flag to Antarctica. By the way, I must admit that after the Eagles game, I thought about redoing the commercial to the effect." Of Harry Hog football is now brought to you by a fan who is so embarrassed that he's wearing a paper bag over his head while watching the game at home. Yeah, at that's home. exactly what he said. <laughs> that 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 was about right. Um, and as for yelling cut here and there, I I don't think I can yell cut too many more times because there's nobody left on the team. Dude, there's no one left. In fact, you guys just want to go right into the running back situation. Like let, let, we could talk about the injury report. Hold on, let me let me open up the injury report. <laughs> let me roll it out here. It's going to take up like five feet of my uh, my office space here. All right. Jeez, yeah. Let's talk about that running back situation, doos. Oh, right. by the way, this is episode two hundred and thirty-five. Um, is it is this the a two hundred plus Martin Mayhew episode? Um, yes, it is. And Martin Mayhew is the general manager of. That's right. The Rams. Seriously. What is that about? Um, I don't know. He's doing a better job of building up a nice team there. Well, they did it right. They got a defensive end. Then they got a tackle, left tackle. Then they got a quarterback. They're they're turning it around. Their fans still suck, though. They're so wussified. Anyway. The Rams. The Rams. The Rams. The Lions. The Dome. The fans are weak. Um. The running back situation, in case you didn't hear, the Redskins brought in the um, their 12th running back of the season this week. It was some guy named... Um, Aaron Allen. <laughs> no, I forget his name, but I read that he's a Cowboys fan, so that's all you need to know about that. Oh, jeez Louise. Cut! What's his, what's his Cut. name? Cut! Is that the Castan Moore dude? No, they cut him, and they brought in another guy. All right, his name... Is Sean Bray McNeil? Sean Bray, and they signed him Cowboy to the practice fan. squad. Yeah, Cowboy Dude, fan. What a 
Sean Brady. And you know what sucks is normally at this time of year, if you're talking about people getting on the practice squad, you'd be like, it doesn't even matter what his name is. He's never going to make the team. No, no, but listen to this. Not this year. Yeah, but dude, listen to this. This is hilarious. I was reading this art. The article was by uh, Jason Reed. But anyway, the article wasn't as funny. You come down here, and this is what McNeil had to say. And tell me if he sounds like a Cowboys fan. I'm great in the open field. I bring a lot of versatility to the backfield. I can hit the home run play anytime. I'm a good student of the game. And he played at Southern good, Methodist. Good Southern Methodist boy. Well, so, I think he and Tony Romo need to go hang out together. No, but here's the funniest thing, dude. Someone in the comments at the bottom of this blog page, they put, he's great in the open field. Awesome. Maybe he can pinch run for Keelan Williams a few yards down the field. <laughs> <laughs> oh, son. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh. So, so then the – all right, so we'll just talk about the running backs. Anyway, all I, all I had to read about that article was Cowboys fan. Cut! That's all I had to know. Yep. So – Well, hopefully he won't make the field because – there's been rumors that Ryan Terrain might make it back this weekend, but I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. I have indeed. But, dude, that James Davis guy sucked against the Vikings, so why was Keelan Williams out? Did he get re-injured? Dude, or I don't know. I don't know. Between the two of them, I think they had like five yards rushing on the entire game. Yeah, I think it was like 12 or 19 or something like that. Apparently. There's something ridiculous. Yeah, between he... And Keelan Williams, they had 16 yards rushing on nine plays. Brandon Banks had uh, six yards on two plays. Yeah. And, and I, McNabb I, had seven. And, and I, Brett Favre had... Eight on one play to win the nine game. Nine on five with a long of ten. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't make much sense, except for that you know that he ran it a few times and lost yards, but only the last run was the one that mattered. Yeah. We uh, gave up the longest rush... For Brett Favre in like four seasons. Yeah, and let me tell you this. We'll get into that in the middle, but minute. Back on the running back the situation. Are bad. Um, dudes, apparently this season we've had two of our worst rushing games in fifty years. Ever. Huh? And what about that young guy? What happened to him? We're on pace, dudes. Listen, we're on pace to have the worst rushing season. Um, since 1994 and perhaps in 50 years. That makes sense. I mean, you know what? What I was saying off the air before we got started, and I've been thinking about things in this kind of context lately. When you talk to, to people that you know, friends, acquaintances, relatives, that are fans of other teams, and, and when you talk to people who are fans of other teams, you say, man, you guys, eventually you might say, oh, man, you guys have Adrian Peterson. You know, it would be awesome to have him on our team. I can't tell you a single person that people would say, oh, man, you guys, the Redskins, you have fill in the blank. We'd love to have him on our team. You don't think there's some That's how that talentless. Have... I don't know. It's how talentless. That is how talentless I think and obviously the Redskins are. Despite their five wins this year, which is one more than last year, that is how bad this team is. There's no one on this team that anyone else would want to sign. Maybe London Fletcher? Think, maybe. You don't think London Fletcher or Brian Arakpo? You don't think these guys would, somebody would want these guys? Uh, 
from the worst-rated defense in the NFL? Nobody's saying, I want a Ratpole on my team. Nobody's saying, everyone says London Fletcher's great. He's been the great player on three bad teams over the last 10 years. <laughs> you know? Well, he won the what Super Bowl. You, what can you say them. about that? Hey, he won the Super if Bowl. If you were starting another team, who would you want off of this team to start your team? I would say, yeah, London Fletcher, Arakpo, I think are great talents. Chris Even though Cooley. London Fletcher is, is at the end of his, I would not say Chris Cooley. He drops too many, dude. He drops passes all the time. He's not very good at blocking. There's How many A-quality caliber players are on this team? I can't name a single player on the Redskins who would be an A, A-plus prospect at this point. And some of it is because of the people that are around them. Like Arakpo, I think, is going to get there. And I think Fletcher has been there. But, I mean, it's not like the Saints are looking over and say, oh, we could use that guy. Oh, man, I would love to have that guy off the Redskins. Nobody talks about that. We're, You know, it's if this were baseball, we'd have one person in the Pro Bowl. But we're not going to have anyone in the Pro Bowl this year. And if it were baseball, it's only because you have to have someone from every single team. They'd pick someone like Fletcher or Rackpo. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of talent on this team. It's a bad team. As much as we love our Redskins, it's a bad team. There's a few guys who are really good, and there's a couple of them that have great upside, like Arakpo. Brandon Banks is fast as hell. Too bad other players keep doing stupid things, so he's had two touchdowns called back this year. Okay, but, seriously. Don't even get I mean, me going on that. Your dog uh, oh, caused man. that, dude. It's, there's, <sighs> Shanahan and Bru- Allen the Bruce have a lot of work to do, and they know it. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's pretty. I, that, we're pretty that's lucky all I have to, to say have, about that right now. We're we're lucky to have more wins than last year. I think we're so lucky. We're not like one and eight right now, or one and one and what one and ten at this point. But somehow we're so lucky. But somehow, somehow we've we, had breaks, and we pull off victories against teams that are like obviously going to the playoffs, like the Packers and you know the Eagles, and apparently the Bears. But yeah, we, how did they suddenly get good? Good but, lord! But we can't beat like the low end teams, like the Lions and the Vikings, and the the Rams. Yeah, and we can beat the Eagles, but we did. Beat you know them. what? You know how it is that we can beat some of those teams and other others. Um, That's why you played the game. No, this is how it's because our team's so inconsistent. It's ridiculous. Yep. And then what was up with this week? Like and, on the first and, drive, that it looks like. Kyle Shanahan spent every waking moment of the week constructing how he's going to get a touchdown on the first drive and then neglected the rest of the entire football game. (laughs) He used more exotic plays on that first drive than he has all season, and then after that, it was back to the same old. It was like the tryptophan kicked in. I don't know what it was. Like the Wildcat with Brandon Banks twice, and then they're like, that's enough of that. It scored us a touchdown. That's all we need to win this game with our that awesome defense. That was interesting. I agree. It was nice to see some really new and fresh ideas, and then after that they were just like... Now, in the offense defense, they did turn around that whole sucking on third down thing. And that's part of, you know, I guess that's part of the whole rebuilding process and everything that's going on, but man... I don't know if we it, it can't get darker than the game against Philadelphia two weeks ago, but you know, it's not like we're it's not like this team is going to be contending for the playoffs. I don't think this year, and the NFL is always 
especially at this time, it's a league of parity, and next year we very well could, but, you know, we don't have a second-round pick. I don't think we have a third-round pick. Oh, man, it's... Hey, if they miraculously come out and beat the Giants somehow, like they actually show up for the game and win, In then the we might man. be talking about, hey, dudes, we beat the Giants. We have a chance. Five in a row or we don't go. I'm feeling extra negative this week, guys. I apologize for that. I'm sure you've been able to notice that. Well, dude, that's because of dumb things like the touchdown that would have probably won the game for us called back because of a penalty away from the yards he ran on that. And the penalty was behind the play. And how the hell do we give up a 10-yard run to Brett Favre, the longest run he's had in four years? Our linebackers suck! Oh, I tweeted something about this, dude. God! Why... On third and eight, where all that team has to do is get a first down to win the game. They don't have their star running back because he's injured. Why do we key on the run up the middle? Because it can't stop a draw play either. They're giving up like 9,000 yards on defense every game. We've just gotten lucky on turnovers and things like that. Dude. With the new 3-4 scheme, and it's, it's... we could have had a safety 50 yards back that could have run up or should have been able to run up and get Brett Favre before his big oldness ran, ran eight yards. His big oldness. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> he was running in slow motion. Oh, were you on the internet the other day? He was running in slow <laughs> motion, dude. Deceptively slow. Wasn't that how they described old man Johnson? He was slower than that. the cleats he's got. Dude. Seriously, Brett Favre had two broken ankles. He apparently had pneumonia, supposedly. Allegedly. And yet he can still run eight yards to win the game. <laughs> that may be why you're so negative this week. Geriatric pumps he was wearing. I think it was his Wranglers and his pickup truck and his dogs. <laughs> I think- the Reebok pumps. And the Wranglers. The Reebok pumps. <laughs> Dude, I think it was his Wrangler open flies. His open fly. Real comfortable oh Janes. <laughs> hey, y'all, watch this. I'm ready for my close-up. Anyway, enough about that. Are the injuries, they're pretty much unsurmountable. Everyone's hurt. The injury report is everyone's hurt. We don't know how Um, they got through that Titans game, and yet they still almost made it through the Vikings game thanks to Perry Riley, Josh's dog. Dude, dude, let's talk about Perry Riley for a minute. (laughs) <laughs> the guy's a fourth yeah, round. You know, I, I've I've calmed down about this. Because I've been thinking about it. The dude's a fourth round pick. He was only active for his third game, and obviously, we are struggling at linebacker. Obviously, so he was out there. It's yeah, he made a bonehead mistake, and it was really, really bad timing, and I'm sure at least one of us is going to give him a kick in the balls this week. It cut it cost us the Most. playoffs, dude, because we were going to make it, it otherwise. And, and <laughs> we're in number 56. Yeah, that's a little odd. He's disgracing um, number 56. God. Yeah, truly. Josh's dog, um, LeVar. That he... I, I, you know, I, I keep, I'm still, at this point, still... I'm waffling back and forth. Like, one minute, I hate the guy, and the next minute, I'm like, man, that really sucks. He's 
you know, he's a draft pick. Like I said, he's only been active for three games. He's hardly had any time in real game experience. All I, I think what it, I don't know. All it comes down to really is that Mr. Fourth Round Draft Pick owes Mr. Brandon Banks, undrafted rookie, a fat dinner at a five star restaurant for that mess up. Well, Brandon Banks can only know, dude. eat I, like I, a mini man, burger. Poor Brandon Banks, dude. He ran 77 yards for that. I knew when he went into the end zone, they hadn't thrown the flag. It was kind of a late flag. It, it was, was so like, late. I know, but it was like, man, he went in, and I just kept watching the TV. I was like, there's going to be a flag. There's going to be a flag. And then I was going, I can't believe there's not a flag. And then suddenly it was like, bloop, and there uh, comes that little yellow sign. I was like, crap. Yeah, it was pretty mad. Dude, I, I was so mad. And, and you know, and like, like Josh, like you were saying, by the time he got to like the 20, I was just like, there's no flags. They're not putting up a flag anywhere. on the. They're not putting up the little yellow thing. I was like, woo, yeah, woo, what's up, BB Hummingbird? And then I dropped a big fat F-bomb. It's like, ah. Uh. Yeah, that's right. I did too. I was like, flag. And I threw my my hat across the. Way. I broke my uh, my Redskins talking football that plays hail to the Redskins. Oh no! Which it would it used to be if you hit it, it would go hail to the Redskins, and if you hit it, it would say touchdown Redskins and things like that. And now it just sits there on the shelf, and it will randomly just chirp something out without <laughs> touching it. Now it's like man, we I threw it so hard against the uh, the cabinet. Well, that, and now, yeah, it just sits there, and it'll just suddenly out of the blue. It might do it during the podcast. I mean, it might just suddenly go, "Hail to the Redskins!" <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> it's been doing it all week. For no reason is the key there. For no reason. John, I can see you guys like the house is all peaceful at two a.m., and suddenly you're woken from your sleep with that. Hail to the Redskins! It's like what? What? What woke me from my slumber? Anyway, yeah, all week it's been doing that, just randomly. Well, let's move into the roster moves, since we, apparently, we didn't cover that last week. I don't know. And then we'll have a break. No, we did. All right, let's go with the roster moves with John Adams. Go ahead. Um, There's very little roster move uh, action going on this week. Um, What? I guess the only thing that's, nothing's really happened since, um, except for that, they cut that Keston Moore running back. Dude from the practice squad. Because we talked Other about that, Galloway last week, didn't we? Yeah, last, last Galloway was last week because Terrence Austin was active in this game. I think he had a catch, didn't he? Yeah, and they. I believe. Well, Terrence no, they Austin signed did. another dude too that I think I may have mentioned. Some guy named Price. Other than the Cowboys fan. No, yeah, there's another guy, a receiver named Price, named to the practice squad, and he is from. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. I think Price. he's from like the practice squad. <laughs> for a Canadian <laughs> team. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> from the Montreal Alouettes. He is, hold on, I'm pulling From, from Aaron's favorite team, the Saskatchewan Rough no, Riders. close though. Mm. He <laughs> is on the practice squad of the Calgary Stampeders. Calgary That's where we're going to get our talent. And, you know, it's a far cry from College Calgary Park. Calgary Stampeders. Yeah. Oh, man. It's it's almost Jenny, like Vinny Serrato's back like, with that kind of thing. It's like not really, glass eyes but... like send them further north, send the scouts further north. Glass eyes like put them on a horse with the Mounties. We gotta find somebody. It's like Lou Brown's like Are you still playing in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> you still playing in the Calgary Stampede? You still playing for the California Penal League? <laughs> <laughs> 
right, and, and to give credit where credit is due, I was thinking Terrence Austin had a catch. It was actually Roydale Williams who had that big uh, first down catch for uh, 19 yards early in the game. Um, I want to give the credit to the proper place there. I thought we signed someone else that was playing for the Tuskers. Oh, yeah, there. there, Yeah, that Price dude also played for the Tuskers until this week Did, when their season apparently ended. Oh, game. really? Because yeah. they still have to pay, and I know I know they got deep pockets with uh, the Danny boy, but they have to pay, I think, a $150,000 fee to transfer him out of the UFL into the NFL even after the season's over because the player is under contract. Really? Really, really. Well, they transferred that kept, him out. I think Sean Sweezum from getting on a team or Nick Novak or somebody, one of our ex-kickers that ended up sucking. Which one? Hey, dudes, dudes. I don't I remember which one. One of them did. He got signed by someone else. What's Josh? This is, what, what? Breaking, this is breaking news. I have to announce this live on the podcast. I just got a text from our good friend Matt from uh, high school, and I'm happy to announce that he and his wife just gave birth to an 8-pound, 4-ounce, wee little baby. Can't tell what it is. <laughs> he gave birth to it? That is that is news. His wife. His wife. So, congratulations to Matt. Congratulations, wow, Matt. Wow, that is breaking news. Um, now let us you go, know, Matt O. Let us know if, if your baby is a boy or a girl and confirm that you it, did not give birth to the baby. Actually, it was indeed birthed the baby itself. <clears throat> that would be Matt. I can't imagine Matt Ooh. having a kid. But anyway, congratulations. Let's move forward. <laughs> Um, All right, so uh, maybe he'll maybe uh, maybe uh, Alan and Bruce is going to reach out to him to uh, sign him to the roster next week as another running back. Yeah, we need one. We need some fresh legs. Fresh legs. <laughs> anyway, um, they might as well just seriously. Put, I was just thinking about this. They might as well just put Brandon Banks back there to as running back and let him duck behind that crappy offensive line. Maybe he can find a little gap. to you know, crawl through and get some yards. Yep. Or, yep. or use them on, like, some wide receiver screens or something, dude. Reverses? Something to get him the ball because we're not running it otherwise. Anyway. I guess they're working him in now that old man Galloway's gone. We'll see. I mean, geez, we got five games left this year. We're... <laughs> Never say never, but it's not looking good for making the playoffs, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Let's get positive, dudes. Let's get positive. positive. All right, when we come back after the break, we're going to give our games and kicks, and we're going to get positive. Excellent. So we will talk to you guys after this awesome commercial break. It's going to be awesome. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. 
He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. All right, we're back. Hello. Well, I'm back. I guess no one else is. Dude, I'm back. I'm positive. Come on, get happy. I'm back, yo. Good. (laughs) Happy. Excellent. I'm happy, too. I'm happy that we're done talking about that Vikings game already. And we're going to move straight into Solid. our kicks. All right. And, and, <laughs> and here we go. Negativity. Kicking the balls award. <laughs> this week's Kicking the Balls award is brought to you by Gordon Gano of the Violent Fins. And now kicker for the Washington Redskins. Uh, yeah. I forgot to mention earlier that the uh, roster moves was brought to you by Nexlax. Take a Nexlax at night for a BM at morning's light. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks. Another smooth move brought to you by Nexlax. We also need that Sunny commercial, <laughs> that Sunny Cox communicate commission. Blah blah blah. blah. Sonny Jurgensen doing the Cox Communications commercial. At Cox! When you call <laughs> Cox, they'll show up and deliver you service that day. Cox! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, kicks. What, who's going? John, you go. <laughs> John, go. Oh, man. Alright, well, there's so, so many people to kick. <laughs> But because I'm a twig and I always pull for my fellow twigs, I'm so kicking Perry Riley. Absolutely 100%. And you know what? Maybe he's going to be good in the future. He is, like I said, a fourth-round draft pick. He might have some upside. Hasn't gotten a lot of game time yet. But, dude, that's the second time my dog, BB Hummingbird, has not gotten his touchdown down. Because of someone doing a stupid penalty behind the play. That's right. Cut. I'm kicking Perry Riley's mom. <laughs> Dang. She's not on the team, dude. She's <laughs> Although she might have done a better job on that play because she probably wouldn't she, have blocked him back. She raised that boy wrong. He's got to learn to keep his hands to himself. Josh, you told me that you were giving your kicking the balls to Santana Moss early in the game. Why did I say that? Say what? During the game, you texted me and said that Santana Moss... You did text and said that you were giving it to Santana Moss. Because... He was having a bad start to the game. Yes, you did. I made note of it because I was like, when Perry Riley made that egregious 
penalty, I was like, Josh can't give him his kick in the balls because he already told me he's giving it to Santana Moss. I remember you texted me that. So that means I'm going to have I? to give mine to Santana Moss for sucking. Well, all right, I'll give mine to Santana Moss. On that third down where it hit him right in his hands, and he would have had like 20 to 30 yards, and he just like he dropped. He said it hit him in the face. Well, it, it hit his face mask. It, it hit. He put his hands up, and it slipped through his hands and hit him in the he face He said mask. it hit him in the face? Well, maybe yep. it wouldn't have. If he, he admitted to it, like all Randall L. style. Just catch the thing. Seriously. It's hard enough for our crappy defense without mm-hmm. our best player, Santana Moss, not catching balls thrown right to him. Only a B talent, not an A. Just saying. He had a few. He had a few catches. What did he get? Like he had fifty yards on the day or something. What do you have? He had forty yards, long of fifteen on five catches. Forty yards. Gotcha. Fred Davis had a, had a had the touchdown. Yeah, he did. Very good, John. And Gordon Solid. Gano was was Gordon Gano perfect on the day? Gordon Gano was perfect on the day. He started off, you know, he he had he had an extra point, a couple field goals. He did the halftime show, singing "I Like American Music." It's good to go. <laughs> Again, I want to point out point out that Gordon Gano had more than half of our total points for the day. Let you know. Oh man, yes. Again, he would He wouldn't have if it wasn't for Perry Riley. God! It's a kicker's game, hey. yo. And, you know, it, we can't guarantee, because that was still like three and a half or four minutes left in the game. We can't guarantee that would have won the game, but it would have given us the lead. Yeah, it would have. You're right. Do you mm. like the block in the back, too, <laughs> baby? Anyway, um, well, let's just go ahead and move forward and get positive on it. How about, wait, wait, wait. I was going to give my, seriously, I was going to give my kick to uh, Albert Hainsworth. What for? Because dude was sick and he came in. Yeah, he had a half sack, and that's all fine and good. But he only had one <laughs> assisted, he only had a one assisted tackle, dude. Yeah, Come on. Dude, I heard Hitler only had a half sack. Do we need, <laughs> do we need to talk about how much we paid this guy already? Dude, that sack was awesome, I thought. He blasted through. <laughs> it, was it worth $20 million that he made to play that game? <laughs> $20 million half sack. I don't know, but it was a pretty nice play. <laughs> and, hey, it's not his fault if the coach Dude. isn't putting him in. I mean, he is only playing on certain situations. Well, Aaron's I wonder. Like, Aaron's like, perhaps, perhaps, $500,000 for that half sack. And it was a whole sack. Perhaps he pulled. Maybe he pulled himself out of the game because his tummy hurt. Dude, it was a whole... he was eating too much CC's pizza. It was a too whole sack. Too much pizza, dude. Seriously. No, it was because he pigged out so much at Thanksgiving. In fact, I saw an article about him, and they asked him <laughs> if he was going to take it easy at Thanksgiving, and he was like, heck no. I'm going to eat a fried no, turkey man, and, this and this and this and this and this. potatoes, pickles. Pickled stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much food I can buy for $100 million? Yeah, he basically said that he had all of his relatives coming over, and he's eating the fried turkey and this and this and this. So that's probably why he didn't feel it. Twenty-eight pounds of ham. <laughs> a ham. <laughs> so doesn't he have a really high voice? Like I'm eating twenty-eight pounds of ham. Yeah, he's not quite Mike Tyson high voice, but he's got a pretty high voice for someone that big. Coach told me to take it easy, so I only had five plates. Thanksgiving. <laughs> 
No, sir. Five catering no, trays full of food. Got some pie in the fridge for you, too. That's what my mom said. Anyway. All right. So can we move on now? Can we move Man. forward? Please. Thank you. Yeah, let's, let's give our now, game off. Yeah, okay. ever-elusive Game Ball Award. All right, now the Game Ball Award brought to you by myself. Um, I'm going to give my Game Ball. Half sack. All right, all right. I'm giving my Game Ball to um, Brandon Banks for making another Man, return seriously. for a touchdown, and he also had another one that was forty some yards, I believe. So he had like a sixty-five yarder, didn't he? He had a long yeah. of sixty-five. How many? It's pretty impressive for a small guy. How many was the long? 65. He had four kick returns for 123 yards and a long of 65. Yeah, and then add another 70-something on there. He should have had 200 yards of kick returns and a touchdown. Which yeah, is probably and then more than our total on 20 more yards, 20 more yards on punt returns. Yeah. Most of which he had to call fair animals. catch because the Vikings were all over him on every punt. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that, that's who's getting my game ball. So you guys go ahead and... That's no wait, wait, I, I think this dude. is a little bit historic here, dude. This is like a, uh, this is like a, uh, a Doc, Derek Dockery moment for you because I do distinctly remember you saying that Brandon Banks shouldn't even make the team, and I was like, dude, he's awesome, he's fast. You can't teach fast. No, I said I didn't know if you could give up a roster spot for him. Oh come on, because uh, of the receiver situation. Because we had so many good A plus receivers ahead <laughs> so of them on the roster, like, like Joey Galloway that we cut. Well, at which I, which in against me, I did say that we needed to keep Old Man Galloway as like the veteran leadership on the receiver core. And Speaking of, dude, you know we're playing one of those on the receivers. receiver core at the nursing home. You guys know we're playing one of those receivers this week, right? What? It's probably going to haunt us. Devin Thomas what? is on the Giants now. Oh, that's right. Devin Thomas is on the Giants. Well, that should help his modeling career being in uh, New York City. Yeah, well. I think he's had four catches this year. But, dude, yeah, I know exactly where you're going, Aaron, because it always seems that, like, someone sucks with us. Case in point, look at Denver with Avoid the Lloyd. He's got, like, what, 18,000 touchdowns as a fantasy football dream this year? Yeah, but he all, his Avoid team sucks. The Lloyd. He was just coming into his own, dude. His team, yeah, his team pretty much like sucks. That. But though. it it always seems, yeah, they're I think they're three and eight. But it always seems that dudes, no matter where, whether if they sucked here, no no matter whether it was their own fault or the fault of the management or the Danny or <laughs> the man or or the, the 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 coach, they always seem to get us back when we see them next time. Always, <laughs> whether it's Norvell. Whether it's a player like Stephen Davis with the Rams, <laughs> what five, four years ago, when he looked like a damn lineman, looking like he looked like a, a, a tackle lining up there, except all pudgy, like a tackle that plays for like James Madison or something. Wait, I thought it was with Carolina, <laughs> wasn't it? No, he was playing for the Rams then. That was after <laughs> the Carolina. The Redskins are like Paris Island. They're like you know, you send the the recruits off. And they go and they learn at boot camp in the Redskins, and then they send them off to be heroes in somebody else's war. That's what happens. Against you. Against you, son. <laughs> exactly. What is that? <laughs> I don't know, but it's getting. Per- I'm getting sick of it going on like 20 years since we won the Super Bowl. 
All I know is if Devin Thomas catches a touchdown against the Redskins, that team, that 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 football that keeps randomly spitting out "Hail to the Redskins" in the middle of the night is going through the TV. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could take it anymore. Yeah. All right. All right. So, who, Brandon Banks. Who else? What other game balls we got? Oh, jeez. I got to pick somebody else now. Josh, go ahead. Oh man! Well, I was gonna give one to Brandon Banks. I know. Maybe we just all give a unanimous well, pick to Brandon Banks. Well, I got another no, one. No, 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 Aaron. I got one actually. I've got one. I've got one. Anthony Armstrong for taking that massive hit oh, and yeah. holding on to the ball. Oh man, good one, dude. dude. And then like, getting called for that crap penalty. Yeah, they that got crap that crap penalty for him spiking the ball, quote unquote, spiking it. Yeah, but they I made always up thought for the letter. I thought the, that rule where you're not allowed to spike the ball afterwards was, was a taunting thing. Like, you can't spike it at the player that hit you or at a player on the opposite team. He just threw the ball down. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was a very bad interpretation, very loose interpretation. Yeah. Or a very tight rule, interpretation. Like the women on 12th Avenue. Yep. Well, I'll tell you who I'm going to give mine to then. Uh, you know, Arakpo had a sack, but I'm not going to give it to him. I'm gonna give it to uh, the other the other end. I'm gonna give it to Andre Carter. It was really good to see Andre Carter coming in in this game. It seemed like uh, some of the old Andre Carter that we would see. He seemed, he seemed a little beastly. Two tackles, two assists. Yeah, but then he let sack. yeah, but then he let Brett Farber on the end at the very end. Of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know if it was him. Really. <laughs> I don't know if it was him. I was just so Dude, Josh, good Jerry point Ryan, though. There was a good there was a good Andre no, Carter dude. sighting this past weekend. You're right. Yeah, there was. We haven't dude, seen have much better, of him this year. I think I have a better game ball. Even though he didn't have many tackles this game, which was really uncharacteristic for London Fletcher. He had a lot of assists. But dude, how about London London Fletcher hanging it out there with a receiver all the way down the field? Hanging with yeah, it was with that tight end. Like, 45, 50 yards. It might have been even more downfield. Dude, Dude, good one. I was literally like, what is London Fletcher doing way down there? I mean, and he just stuck with him. It was crazy. Dude, you know who was kind of impressing me this week that you guys may or may not agree with? I think that Philip Buchanan has been stepping up the last couple of weeks. He definitely has. I think he got my game ball last week, didn't he? I don't remember. I gave him a game ball last week. Dude's still he, he's feast or famine. He's either like he makes like great plays, but then he like then he gets really burnt, really really burnt. Like he totally reads someone's route wrong or something like that. Or he falls. But down. But sometimes he makes some fantastic plays or falls down. He had two of them this he week in time perfectly and knocked him right. He down. had two of them perfect. Yep. So. Right on. Anyway, um, okay. Well, that takes care of the game balls. Um. What else we got? Some more news from the week. Josh looked up some articles here. Skins practice on the basketball court. What's that all about? Well, Seriously? Apparently, uh, t- apparently today or whatever, because of all the storms on the East Coast, it was pretty, uh, you know, pretty crazy. So Shanahan decided they would have an indoor practice, and he said, you know, in the past, it's been like they practiced at uh, inside of the airport. aircraft hangars and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, today they practiced at uh, at some local gym, some local uh, basketball court. Here's what happened. You want to know what really happened? What they happened? couldn't practice in the. So they air- went to Tyson's. They couldn't practice in the airport hangars at Dulles anymore because Dulles was like, maybe if you guys start winning some games, we'll move our planes out and let you practice when it rains. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here's, I don't know. In some other news, um, the Redskins have agreed or set up a plan to refund money to ticket holders if there's no football next year. Well, I hope so. I mean, it's, that was actually yeah, big, started with a league mandate that came out. I was going to say they made a big deal of it, too. It's like, shouldn't it, they do that? Guess what, guys? For, you know what? If we don't supply the product that you purchase, uh, we're going to give you your money back. That's well, how cool we are. The funny thing is, dudes, dudes, the, the, the details on this is this is just for regular season ticket holders, the league mandate. Um, each club, individual club, gets to pick uh, how they handle the rich boy seats, basically. Really? Right. Like the club level stuff and the dream seats and stuff like that. And I'm not sure exactly what the Redskins are going to do with those seats. Oh, I I'd know. Imagine what, I know what they're going to do. They're going to rip people off. With which seats? That's usually what they do. It says the team announced on Wednesday that all ticket holders, including those for general admission, club seats, and luxury suites, will be eligible for full refunds for any games that are canceled due to the lockout. Well, there you go, John. Wow, I'm shocked. Yeah. And I do want to says, say the league mandated that it has to be for the uh, the everyman who sits in the uh, general mission seats because you know they're going to take care of the uh, the people that seat that sit up in the club level. Well, I can't say the people that sit in the club level because no one ever sits up there. The people that buy the ticket for the club level and never show up. Right. Well, it says um, Redskins season ticket holders will also have the option to receive refunds. For canceled games or accept credits toward future games, and the Redskins will not raise their prices next year. Why wouldn't you just get your money back? Why would you want to give them your interest? But anyway, well, please just give me a credit. Tie up my money for another year. Yeah, get that. Just be like, oh, I'll just take that credit for the season tickets in 2012. I can understand that. I'll just take that credit for the season where we happen to might you know go to the Super Bowl. Well, you I, know, maybe yeah. by 2012 like, I... would it be the third year of the rebuilding under uh, Alan the Bruce and the Shannies. So yeah. it might be pretty good. I'd be like, can I decide once I see how the team's rebuilding over the next year or two, which which year I want to take my credit for? Anyway, I thought this article was pretty funny. Carlos Rogers had his feelings hurt at fans yelling at him after he makes the, quote, tiniest mistake on the field. Um. <laughs> <laughs> If you mean by tiny mistake, you don't catch an interception every single time it's thrown at you. And, it hits you in the hands. And you're a professional football player. Career average or career high two interceptions in one year. And what's his face? Doc Walker yesterday on the um, um, John Thompson show was siding with Carlos Rogers, except for it sounded like he wasn't. He's kind of upset at the people in Washington, like the fans whose like parents just you know willed them down the tickets and they don't even pay for them themselves and they just show up and complain. Basically, the rich people that aren't real football. Fans. He was like, if you didn't buy the ticket yourself and someone gave it to you, I don't want to hear you. But if you paid for your ticket, then you can say whatever you want to Carlos Rogers. But what it comes down to. Is that the team has sucked since 1993? All right, dudes. Basically, what I'm talk, what I'm thinking about with this is that if 
the team has has not the team has sucked since 1993. They've sucked. They've gone from suck to mediocre to mediocre to suck and back and forth and back and forth. You're damn right we're going to boo you guys. The team has sucked for 17 years. We're a laughing stock around the entire NFL, around the entire damn country. So, yeah, we're going to boo you guys. We are like one of the worst teams in football and have been for close to two decades. And someone has the audacity, and then, of course, it had to be Carlos Rogers, of all people. Mr. I deserve so much more money because I'm so much better than everyone thinks I am. Uh, Someone pick it up. I'm I'm about to throw the football. I was just (laughs) going to say, was Carlos Rogers even born the last time the Redskins won the Super Bowl? Seriously. I don't know. Anyway, but, this but team deserves say, to get booed, and Dan Snyder deserves to get booed as often as we possibly can until they turn things around. Because I know the team started to suck before he bought the team, but it has been just terrible ever since he's had it. And I know he's trying to go in the right direction with the Shannies and with Alan the Bruce and all the different changes coming around this year, but most of this is his fault. And so, hell yeah, they deserve to get booed. If they don't want to get booed, they need to play better. If you don't want to get booed, Carlos Rogers, catch the damn ball. Dude, I can pinpoint the exact moment in time when the Redskins started to suck. Richie Pettibone. The moment that Joe Gibbs announced his retirement. And Richie Pettibone in that big-ass clipboard took over. He was a great coordinator. Man, he was a great coordinator. They sucked ever since then. Ever since. Hey, let me just point out this. They hired – oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. They hired a coach from the Cowboys, and then Dan Snyder bought the team. And go. dear God. <laughs> anyway, you guys are so positive after the break. It's it's outstanding. <laughs> hey, I will, say, I will say this in, in keeping with making sure we talk about our sponsors that um, this last segment uh, has been brought to you by DuPont. DuPont's line of Teflon products, including the new Carlos Rogers line of receiver gloves. Gloves. They're not Teflon new. Receiver gloves <laughs> by, Carl, by Carlos Rogers. Get your Carlos Rogers signature Teflon non-stick gloves. gloves at Dick's. Non-stick gloves. <laughs> non-stick gloves at Dick's, right next to the frying pans. That's right. At Sears. <laughs> Anyway, in the sporting goods section at your local Sears and Roebuck. (laughs) And Roebuck. (laughs) All right, what is this? All right, can we wrap it up now, or do we have to go along with these? uh... All right, there was a fight. Okay, there was a fight in the stands, and okay, is there video? (laughs) It says. Redskins fans bitch slap each other. Is there a video? Is it is it dudes or, or yeah? You need to chicks? see the video, dude. It's hilarious. Anyway, we'll put it up on the website. Um, and uh, I just want to point out that it always seems to be at least once a year there are discussions uh, about the Redskins and a new stadium moving back into the district, perhaps taking totally. over, perhaps doing something or repurposing the land where uh, RFK uh, currently sits. Uh, among other on the mighty Anacostia right but um the lease at FedEx Field is not up until 2027 so let's just point that out 2027 yeah dude you're totally right every year somebody brings that up they're like we want to build a new stadium in the district we want it to have 
you know, rockets and and, <laughs> yeah. and just all sorts of crazy know, things like... and 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 a you know a, a retractable dome and now they're trying to be like oh if we're gonna get the Olympics in the World Cup here exactly. when then we need to build a stadium and stuff and dudes did you guys see Morgan Freeman out there for some reason they got Morgan Freeman because actors are great spokespersons for America they've got him out there and by the way Invictus was not about soccer it was about rugby. They've got him out there trying to help America get the World Cup sometime in the future. And he's up there talking at a podium, reading a script, and he stops. And he looks down at the paper and stares at it. And then he goes, oh, I skipped a page. And then he backs up (laughs) like he's never even read what he's out there reading before. Dude, that just goes to show you how much the the Americans care about something. It's like they're like, dude, can you, dude? Everyone thinks you're the president. Everyone thinks you're like God and Barack Obama rolled into one, and Nelson Mandela. It's like the trifecta. If you come out and talk about it, we'll get we'll get the World Cup in in twenty fifty thousand. So please come out here because everyone loves you. And he's like, all right, I don't have time to write anything. And they're just like, we'll write it for you. No, dude, he did that soccer movie this year. Invictus? Yeah. All right, enough about soccer. It's about dude. rugby. Invictus <laughs> isn't about soccer. It's about rugby. It's not even about soccer. Dude, can I make... <laughs> That's exactly make my point. Everyone thinks it's about rugby or soccer. It's about rugby. Dude, can I make a point here? Back on track. Seriously. That's exactly the point right I there, man. I wanted to hear you go off on it. It was hilarious. I don't even know what Invictus is, and I don't care, but I do want to say this. If if going – hey, I think the team should move back into RFK if it means winning again. I don't care about some new fancy stadium like Dallas has. Look what it's helping them do. I think they Or the hangar at Dulles. Whatever. I like that idea of moving back into RFK because they don't have all those luxury boxes and club row seats that no one ever goes to anyway. You'll have real fans. The stadium have, might have to be structurally uh, examined to, structurally to make sure it can hold up. To hold that many people now. Yeah, because but the I'd only much thing they do there, there now is soccer, and there's only like 15,000 people that go to that game. So I'd tell you one thing. be exponentially bigger or heavier. It might be kind of a crappy stadium, but um, it was a lot more fun to go to a game there than it is at FedEx, I'll tell you that. Yeah, FedEx just sucks. Everyone knows that. It's just Anyway, it's, enough with that. I think that's about it for the show, actually. We're so positive today. We want to hear from you guys. And as a matter of fact, we got a voicemail um, from Nicholas. One of our apparently long-time the only listeners, actually. Burgundy Blood, apparently the only person that um, uh, calls the voicemail line. The new voicemail line, by the way, is 177 Harry Hog. And, and that's H-A-R-R-Y. Hog. So give us a call and give us your comments and thoughts about the Redskins or the game this week against the Giants that everyone out there knows that this is the one game that I wanted to win this year since we can't beat them ever. Golly, yeah. Anyway, we'll go ahead and play his his Thanks for calling, dude. Um, I know we've heard from you. I think we heard from you on the old hog line back in the day. So thanks for calling in. Um, Josh, I know he he left his message. Do you want to read the Google... uh, interpretation of what he he left for us uh, yeah because google transcribes these messages for us oh, yeah, yeah google it's, transcribes these said. messages and then it's it's it, it think and you're lost gonna, in you're translation gonna right you're gonna play it after this I, i'll play the message but let me read the transcription hey, i first. can read it you want me to read it 
All right, go ahead. It says, hey, if this is Nicholas, our bringing the bless, I, w- <laughs> I would like to wish you and everybody else happy Thanksgiving for tomorrow. I'll have to tricky. All the, <laughs> all the best, and we'll be waiting for the new edition of the protest. <laughs> it kind of is a protest this week. Pretty soon, okay? Take care. Bye. And here's what he, re- here's what he really said. Thank you, Google. He, thanks, Google, for that transcription. Here's what he really said. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Nicholas, or Burgundy Blood. Uh, I would like to wish you and everybody else um, happy Thanksgiving for tomorrow, or happy Turkey Day. Uh, all the best, and uh, we'll be waiting for the new edition of the podcast. Actually, it sounded pretty much like that. I can no, see no, he how said happy turkey up. day. He did not say happy turkey day. I'll have to tricky. I'll have to tricky. Well, dude, tricky. thanks for calling, man, because uh, I know you've been listening to us for a while, and it's 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 good to hear the old school guys calling in. And yeah, I think you're probably feeling pretty negative about things as we are right now. It's it's just that time of year. We know it's five and six. We know we're probably not going to make the playoffs. We were hoping for better this year, and it's hey, kind of better. better than but last year, it's kind of better. But dude, we got crushed by the Eagles. It's kind of better, but it's kind of worse. Yeah, and, but uh, we have more wins, so it's better. We got more wins. So That's yeah, right. dude, it, it comes down to wins and losses, and right now we got five wins. Well, ah. you know, since since uh, we're at this point, we just played uh, Nicholas's uh, message. I just want to uh, say that anybody out there can give us a ring on the new Harry Hog line at one seven seven Harry Hog. That's one seven seven Harry Hog. It's just a standard long distance call in the United States. Uh, or free if you use cell phones and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who, who pays for long distance these days? Any, anyway. So, um, give us a ring one seven seven Harry Hog, and uh, you know we'd love to hear. And from we you. maybe we'll put your message on the podcast. That's or right. Send if it's us good an message, email. we'll use it on the podcast. Or send us an email, Redskins fan at Harry Hog Football dot com. Dot com. And hey. Look on the positive notes, dude. If we actually beat the Giants, I'll be ecstatic for at least one week. If we beat the Giants in the new Ghetto Lands, it would like it would it would be the start of a new era because we always played like dog crap up there in the old Ghetto Lands. So if we could get a win to start the new one in that nasty, ugly stadium, yep. it you know it, it it could look it could bode well for the future. Maybe it would start a a long term. Uh, uh, who am I kidding? Never mind. All right. Anyway. Yeah, but, hey, on another positive, optimistic note, the Eagles lost, meaning that we're still only two games back in the division. It's true. People keep talking about how the NFC West is just terrible. The NFC East, is it's up and down. It's possible. It's not, imp- it's not impossible. Yet. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, hail to the Redskins. Hopefully we'll get that long-weighted... Long-awaited uh, victory against the Giants. We'll talk to you guys next week. Yes, sir. Hail to the Redskins. Yep. And if you see a Cowboys fan, And Jason with that holding, holding fast. Hey, thanks again to David Lee. 
man. When you come home from those office parties and you get that DUI, you know who to call. David Lee, legal services.